0: Lieutenant General Coates, thank you very much for taking my call. Well,
1: uh, thank you uh, for the opportunity
0: to uh, speak with you and uh, your listeners. So NORAD is um, undergoing changes with uh, you know, technology and uh, the new threats uh, emerging. Uh, in your opinion, in this last year or the last uh, f- few years, what's been the biggest change for NORAD?
1: Um, I think the biggest change has been what's been taking place in the rest of the world. Uh, Norad's celebrating its 60th anniversary this year, and over those 60 years, Norad's gone through a few evolutions, a couple of generations or phases in its life, and I think we're probably on the verge of another phase or generation for Norad. I mean, it's best characterized by um, uh, an expression from, from my boss, the commander here, who likes to say that the homeland is no longer a sanctuary. Um, that's uh, a line out of the U.S. National Defense Strategy, and it's reflected in the Canadian Defense Policy, strong, secure, and engaged, with a comment that North America is no longer secure by virtue of its geography. And so th- there's this notion that um, North America um, is uh, susceptible to threats in, in new ways that um, that it hasn't been before, um, and thus the homeland no longer a sanctuary. Um, and so that's really the big change that's uh, affecting NORAD right now as we adjust to uh, uh to the new threats to ensure that that our homeland is well protected um into the future.
0: Let's talk about some of these threats. So some uh, experts for example uh, single out uh, cruise missiles as one of the this new threats that have emerged uh, uh, you know, recently. I mean, they've they've existed for a long time, but uh, uh, the you know people point out that uh, NORAD, it is in its current configuration, is not very well prepared to uh, face this threat. Can you tell me about uh, uh, what you know uh, the cruise missile threat and uh, what's being done to uh, pre- protect against them?
1: Right. So. Um There are a new generation of cruise missiles being developed and and fielded and used uh, by Russia. We've seen them use them in Syria um, off of their aircraft and off of uh, maritime or ship uh, and submarine platforms as well. Um, These cruise missiles are from a family that's much different than the other generation that you described and for which NORAD um, really significantly changed back in the 1980s. Um, and so this new generation of cruise missiles um, have much, much longer range, um, thousands of kilometers versus hundreds of kilometers for the the previous generation. And then they're uh, uh, they're what we might call stealthy in a sense. Um, they're engineered to be very difficult to detect um, by the, the the size and the shape that they present. Um, So this combination of being able to uh, launch uh, from great distances and hard to detect, and uh, by the way, they're very precise as well, much like Western cruise missiles um, present a new threat um, uh, for uh, us here in North America. and It's sort of an extension or evolution of NORAD's classic threat, um, of threats in the air domain, and and one for which uh, uh, we're, um, we're undertaking some adjustments. Now, you'd ask me what we're doing about it, um, and part of that is tied up in our examination of um, surveillance of the, uh, the northern approaches to North America, um, and so NORAD from its inception um, back in the 1950s with the original dew line and then updated uh, to the north warning system that we currently have has been focused on ensuring that we have good awareness of, of what's happening in the air domain, uh, certainly coming from the north. and. Uh, Um, We're in the process of of working both Canada and the United States on examining current technologies and what uh, future technologies might provide us with uh, capabilities uh, to address uh, that threat. Uh,
0: Now, uh, the the North Warning system itself uh, will probably need to undergo major upgrades, if not radical changes in the near future, um, wh- what's what's the st- thinking there?
1: Um, well, we're really at the early stages, I would say. It's certainly I could talk about publicly by saying the early stages of understanding what would be required. Um, and then there'll be, uh, once, once NORAD makes some recommendations, working with uh, technical experts in the Royal Canadian Air Force and the United States Air Force, and some of our science and technology communities will make recommendations to uh, the governments of Canada and the United States, uh, and then that will determine um, what changes take place. And I'll just say that it might not be changes to the the current North Warning system. It it may be a system of systems, uh, sensors for which we don't currently use but might provide us with an ability to um, meet our needs, meet our requirements, but in a whole new way.
0: I I don't know if you're uh, aware of this, but I think last week Russia deployed uh, two Tupolev-160 strategic bombers on a friendly visit to Venezuela. And uh, some um, people have interpreted this as Russia showing, um, uh, you know, a potential uh, basing uh, in Venezuela. Does this mean that... uh, NORAD would have to look not only north but also south for possible Russian uh, bombers carrying these cruise missiles?
1: Um, well, um, you started the, that question by saying you weren't sure if I was aware. I'll assure you that NORAD was very aware uh, of what uh, um, Russia did with those bombers uh, last week. Um, and NORAD looks 360 degrees. Um, so we uh, we uh, have had a focus uh, um, from the beginning on the north, but that hasn't stopped us from looking um, in in all directions. really interesting, if one looks at the history of NORAD, when it was first stood up, we were partnered um, with the U.S. Continental Air Defense Command, and they had under the command picket ships. So there were ships along the coast of North America with radars that were um, looking out over the oceans um, for any threats that might have been coming in over over the oceans. We were partnered with, um, under CONAD, the Continental Air Defense Command with uh, U.S. Army Air Defenses as well. Um, and, and so NORAD has had a 360-degree um, um, view for quite some time, although our focus and the one that people are very familiar with is, is the, the northern-looking one. Uh, so rest assured, we were, we were very aware of what uh, um, Russia was doing with their um, with the bombers last week, um, and uh, we're prepared to uh, respond if, if it had been necessary.
0: Now, uh, just my last question in terms of um, you preparing for you know this is kind of a, the year end and uh, looking forward to 2019. What do you th- uh, what do you see happening in NORAD uh, in uh, next year? You know, I'm
1: I'm uh, I'm thinking that 2019 you know our 61st year is going to be a really exciting year for uh, for NORAD, um, the Canadian government. Indicated in strong, secure, and engaged that they would work with the United States on the modernization of NORAD, uh, so that we, um, in, in light of um, all threats and perils, um, and so we're uh, uh, we're we're really involved with our, our partners, the United States Northern Command and Canadian Joint Operations Command, in discussions on what's the future of of the defense of North America look like and what's NORAD's role in it, um, and uh, it's an opportunity for us to. Uh, um, refresh our, our understanding, you know how we can best contribute to um, the defense of, of Canada and the United States. You know, it's a, a real strong partnership. It's really important for Canada that um, the Canadians are safe and secure. Um, we've seen um, uh, some of the other nations of the world um, change their way uh, of acting and, and we want to make sure that um, those threats don't apply to, um, to Canada or the United States in, in a way that uh, would affect our citizens. Um, there, there's lots of discussion in the media about uh, cyber threats, the um, use of information technology and computers to uh, to affect things uh, um, uh, at great distances. So whether that's uh, you know some other country in the world or some other actor uh, that chooses to uh, have an impact on Canada or the United States for whatever reason, well, we want to make sure that. Uh, by working with our partners, that, that we're well defended, that um, none of those actions are directed against uh, our ability to uh, to defend ourselves.
0: Thank you very much. I really appreciate you taking so much time to speak with me.
1: All right. Well, thank you very much, and I uh, wish everybody a happy holidays.